that you Life Karma Podcast. Thank How are you guys you. doing today? Hello. I, I'm just glad I got my Coke Zero right here. The Coke Zero. The Coke Zero. Nothing better. Nothing a, better. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful evening in the neighborhood, especially with Grandma, uh, Grandma Claus. Grandma Claus throwing, throwing up the money. Yeah. Throwing just, the dollar bills everywhere. Everybody's yes. like has the matching sweatshirts. It's pretty Except sick. for you. <laughs> it's all good. But anyways, I'm, um, I'm dressed as a preppy turd tonight. Interesting. Hmm. Well, Patagonia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sporting the Patagonia winter vest. Well, with that, we, once again, we welcome you to the Life Karma Podcast. My name is Bo Bracken, and we have Sam Bracken. B.A. I think I'm just going to stick with B.A. I, I felt really That's good fine. when I said it last time. Bad. John Walker here. Wow, that was, you could speak up a little bit. John Walker. Oh, there we go. Hey, hey, hey Johnny Walk, Johnny Walker. How does it feel to be named after a fine liquor? Uh, I feel pretty good. I have people ask me about it all the time. Really? Uh, I'm more of a red label guy because I'm classy. Mm, that that's interesting. Trust fund. Classy that Trust way. fund baby. <laughs> <laughs> trust fund baby. <laughs> trust fund baby. Speaking of trust funds. Oh, oh. <laughs> intro right into it. What do you mean? <laughs> So, first of all, Bo, mm. I just got to tell Bo, he does a lot of work in the back end of this podcast. If it wasn't for him, because me and Sam are so old, this would never get published at all. So, I had to give Bo a gift, and I've got a gift here. Oh, my god! What? Sitting in this box. Now, I purposely have not given it to him yet because... I'm kind of itching to open it. I want his reaction on the podcast. Now, there's going to be pretty some, smart. There's going to be some haters out there. They're probably gonna be some hair. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, okay. it is what it is. Some people like them. Some people don't. <laughs> but it's all about your style, right? It is true. It's about my style. All right. So I got this big. Good night, Nancy. Bag. It looks like it. Well, not bag. A box. Oh, oh my goodness. Slide. <laughs> box says brown. slides. Oh, Ooh, Yeezy slides. Let's see how sick. I'm gonna, oh my gosh. Oh, yes! Those oh are foul. Head. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna wear these every day. I think they'll make you about an inch and a half taller. Those are super hype. Those are sick. My wife is gonna be upset with me. <laughs> I'm gonna wear <laughs> these everywhere. Are you wear I'm talking church. I'm talking basketball. I'm talking maybe to work. Those are sick and wrong. It's like. Foot candy. It like? It's like foot candy. It's it's like it's, it's foot chocolate. Oh my goodness! Well, we, it's like some good support. Yeah, like uh, they Pretty stretch. Good. They stretch with your foot there. That's really good arch support. Wow. Yeah, really good arch support. Very I actually have a pair myself. I do enjoy wearing them. <laughs> but right, it, legit. They've already form fitted to my feet. Wow. Everywhere I go in those, though, people are like, "Those are so ugly," and I'm like, "Your shirt's ugly." 
<laughs> oh, your, you your hair is ugly. ugly. Your pants are ugly. Everything's ugly. And your breath smells like poop. <laughs> like freaking hey, have a Dutera if you, drop. If you, <laughs> so, we are hopefully gonna have a YouTube channel soon where Ooh, we video. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna the video these podcasts. Let's We've go. Had a few people yeah. say, "Is there a video of this?" Because I would love to see. Oh my gosh, that's people freaking out right like yeah. and i i said listen we're all ugly here it's not like you're gonna see some handsome men on here i'm very attractive i'm gonna uh, disagree i'm sorry okay i'm yeah. gonna have to disagree with that one johnny walkers johnny Gorgeous. walker looks like the zigzag that's why i'm behind the camera because he makes us look he looks, he looks like the zigzag man from the 1970s very handsome he, look like Captain Hooker, right? he looks like bearded uh, wonder what man was his name? I'm like, Bo, Bo, are you going to use the mic or are you just going to... Hey, Bo, we're like doing a beardy, podcast. Beardy. Did you know that? Bo, Listen. we're going to invite you to our podcast. <laughs> Go ahead and get on. Oh, you're funny. Ha, 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 ha. I'm starting to feel the tension in here just a little bit. It feels good. It actually, Whoa. Does anyone ever feel comfortable as me in that awkward tension? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I thrive I in it. it. Like the yes. office? You guys office oh fans? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. That's Absolutely. why I love it. Okay, I... I, in my office at my work, it is the most awkward thing every single day. Okay, I came from the car industry, selling cars, where everyone was like, bah, mala, bala, bala. right? Yep. And I, my first day, I walk in about two hours in, I'm sitting there. Silence. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. You Nothing. can't. There's 50 people in the room. There's nobody's talking. Every time no. I call him, this is Bo. Every time I call him, hey, what's up, John? When, hey, like, Bo, up, what are you doing? When I speak normal to him, he says, stop yelling, Dad. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I'm like, that's not yelling. Yelling is, sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> Judas Priest. <laughs> Judas freaking Priest. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I, like, I like to make <laughs> My goodness, Listen. I think my eardrums are bleeding. Listen, I think it's just bleeding. I like. Oh now, now I know where Bo gets it from. That's when you need the YouTube. That's when you need the YouTube to see the face. Truly. You don't need to yell your name, Bo. Interesting. Yeah. Jeez. Can I tell you about my awkward. Okay, so I was buying a gift this week. For one of the attorneys that works for me. And I'm like, first of all, I walk into Louis Vuitton and no one ever says a word to me. Like, I'm like, am I really that ugly that you can't even like talk to me in Louis Vuitton? Right? So I go, Vuitton. I go to Tiffany's. Ooh. And I'm thinking, and so she says, who are you buying a gift for? I said, oh, an, an, an attorney that works for me. And so, and so I can see the awkwardness, right? In her eyes, like mistress or what like you know like what's going on here right mm -hmm. and so i just get it out i'm like listen i don't want to be a creeper i don't want to be the weird dude in the office but i need to get her something nice Do you know, like not jewelry i need an accessory i need something nice and she's like mm. oh my gosh thank you oh, she's like i'm so glad because i just had this guy in here that was buying jewelry for his secretary i'm like yes yeah, something's going on there mm. you can't mm. be buying tiffany's mm -hmm. Right? Mm. Can, I, can I interject here with something pretty insane? Yes. That's going to go right in line with that. Last week, 
I got to go to this young president's organization meeting. YPO. YPO. That sounds like an underground something. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was... I was able to hear from this FBI negotiator. What's Chris his name? Boone. Chris Voss. So Chris Voss is there. Okay. He's written some good books. Um, his most recent book is like never splitting the difference. And they, he's, he's literally an FBI. Like it's a, um, like a hostage negotiator. Hostage negotiator. So the, the, this starts out, this whole thing starts out this activity and the guy, um, he's like, all right, who wants to volunteer? No one raises their hand. Okay. And then he's like, yeah. okay, I'm going to tell you what you're about to volunteer for is going to be absolutely terrible. And you're going to feel literally terrible. And like 10 hands went up and I was like, Why right here. Of course, we'll raise right. Hand. So I raise my hand, Bo did. I get picked, I go out of the room and I come back in. And all I know is that this dude is, a uh, he's, a uh, holding a bank hostage he has a gun to a lady's head and he's giving me 60 seconds to negotiate with him. I can't give him drugs. I can't give him transportation. I can't give him money. And there's like one other thing. So he did a role play with you. So he did a role play. Yeah. If you haven't figured out that out by now, I just turn off the podcast. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, he, uh, so I come in, I'm like, this is going to be easy. My dad's yelled at me since I was two. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I of got course, this. Of course. I got this easy. Instantly, he fires off of me. You have 60 seconds or I will kill this woman right now. I need a car out front, keys in the ignition, ready to leave. I need it in 60 seconds or she's dead. Okay, sir. What's your, I need it in 60 seconds or she's dead. Okay, sir. Let me just, I need it in you have 55 seconds. Just going off on me, bro. I'm like starting to sweat a little bit. My emotions are all freaking fluctuated. And like he, You're ma- he manipulated the, the, the bad guy ma- manipulated my voice to calm me down in this situation. It was the craziest thing you've ever seen. I didn't know it was happening until he explained it. But uh, That's crazy. long story short, I went through this whole negotiation seminar. So the end of this negotiation, he goes into like the key point and there's two, there's two main points when speaking to someone, if you notice or recognize the good, it amplifies it. And when you represent the bad or you call it out or you say the awkward or you bring it to the attention, a negative, it diminishes it instantly. Absolutely. So that what you said, it really made me think of that is because listen, she's thinking it. All you have to do is say, listen, what I'm about to tell you is freaking, you're going to think it's kind of weird, but guess what? This is not some crazy fine jewelry for my, isn't it right? Yeah, I need to buy not, something nice. It's right. not. And then she immediately diminished the, mm-hmm. like she didn't even think about mm-hmm. it. Anymore. No, she was totally happy. So it's, it's a really cool concept. Like just <clears throat> like it out. show set, saying the awkward or the thing will diminish it. So yeah. diminish yeah. the negative. Sort of like Austin Powers when he's fat bastard and he says, I'm fat, I'm fat. And because I am unhappy. When I'm stop. unhappy, I eat. And when I am eat, I'm fat. And then I'm unhappy. No, and no, then I'm fat. No. I eat and I'm fat and I'm unhappy. <laughs> you got to work on it. Okay. That sucked. I'm, I apologize. Oh, my gosh. I can't so great, stop though. by going back to the whole dude that was buying something for his secretary. 
No, he probably should have used your technique on that one. Oh, yeah, of course. I was not using your technique. Of course. Because, probably because he was already uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm not buying my side check. He didn't anything. prepare. He didn't prepare yeah. enough. I get this side action here. I'm buying her enough. some jewelries right. from right. Tiffany's. No. Yeah. I'm just saying there's some powerful things you can do with your words and and your tone. They say always talk like a radio FM DJ voice and it'll calm down any situation. Yes, Bo, I think you're a total a-hole and a complete retarded Gumby boy. Gumby boy. I think you need to be beaten with a stick. Beaten with a stick? (laughs) No, it didn't work. I'm sorry. So we're not not editing that out, right? No. No. Don't get that out. All right. Let's get back to some kind of... Let's get back to some conversation that's useful. All right. All right. So last week we talked about Mrs. Claus. We talked about the money. We talked about... Uh, being in control in the background, but never getting, you know, all that you're due, so to speak, right? So, one thing I wanted to ask, especially, I think we could really talk about this really well because we have different generational people here. Is do you really believe in this world that we live in? And specifically, America, Utah, Salt Lake, whatever, you, wherever you live that you really have the freedom and opportunity to make as much money as you want. Hmm. I mean, Bo, how old are you again? I am 28. 28. Johnny? 33. Samuel? Dang you old boy. What do you say? say? I'm in my 50s. And I am 39. Oh, by the way, for my 40th, we're going to Cabo. Everyone's invited. Oh my gosh. All inclusive party Game time. time. Game time. Yep, that'll be in October. Yeah, don't go in the summer. It's hot as hell. That's why we're going to go in October. It's going to be perfect in October. It's going to be perfect. That's when I caught the most fish. So back to back, back to basically capitalism. So do you really believe... Because here's my thing. is I, I went the old school way. Went to law school, got good grades, blah, blah, blah. So let's talk like how today... Oh, well, let's talk about... Well, let's start with Sam first because Sam... You are like me in the sense that you went the old school way. And, and why, you know, I thought about this a lot this week. Why did I go the old school way? And the only answer I could come up with in my head is because, one, I knew it worked. Two, I felt comfort yeah. in knowing it worked, so to speak. You know, you still have to work hard, do all those types of things. But knowing that you have a doctorate in law and went to law school, most likely you're going to find a job. Mm-hmm. So, Sam, why did you choose the old school way? Well, I was raised um, with some blue-collar folk that were sort of ignorant. And I was, um, and somehow, some way, I thought, if I can get an education, then I could make more money back in those days. And um, my parents sort of encouraged me to get an education. I was the first person in my family to graduate from college in multi-generations. I was the first person in my family to get a master's degree. And uh, I was taught from a very young age, the more education you have, the more opportunity you have, the more money you can make. Correct. Yep. And, um, and I've made a good living most of my life, and, and, uh, and it's paid off, you know, but it's been hard. I have, uh, I have friends that I went to school with, that I played football with, that are, you know, multimillionaires and have done really, really well. I've done well, but not as well as them. But, you know, I'm blessed. And I have sufficient for my needs, but I wouldn't call myself filthy rich. So but you, I, you found comfort in the same thing I did then. The, right. the education yeah. was going to be there. You didn't have to be an 
sort of speak that entrepreneur, right? Like we went to school knowing that that was going to provide us with the opportunity. Our school was going to provide <laughs> us with the opportunity. You know, as, as a 14 year old, this is how messed up I was as a 14 year old. As a 14 year old, I remember sitting in the back of my parents' minivan. We're driving down the street. I think I've told Sam this story. I maybe even told Bo. This is how I decided I was going to be a lawyer. <clears throat> We're driving down the street and I'm looking out my window. And I have this thought, I'm like, doctors, they have zero control. Their patients are going to die, get sick, whatever. It's going to happen. They have zero control. Now, lawyers, oh my gosh, they control everything. Everything. They control how big that sidewalk is. They control how tall that tree is. <laughs> they control how fast this car goes and the, the yellow lines down the middle. And they control taxes and they control... They control everything. So it was a power grab. It was a power grab. You wanted to be a lawyer to be powerful. I did. And control. And control. And you had the you knew, knew that it was a path that would 99% gonna make, it's gonna make you money. Like there was security yes. in it. Well, we're the only profession that invented our profession and invented the <laughs> fact that you have to come back to our profession. <laughs> we write the laws. You can go get married. For example, I do divorce law. You can go get married, but you can't get divorced unless we say so. Wow. Fact. Wow. Y'all are smart. <laughs> so when I graduated from Georgia Tech, my, the plan for me was when I first got married was go to law school. <coughs> Took the LSAT, applied to law school. And you was, did not take the LSAT. I guess you I pass? Did. I went to the LSAT. <laughs> no, I, I took the LSAT. It's not about you pass. It's you, you, it's you get a good. score. You get a score. What was your score? My, my score was good enough to get into good law schools. And uh, and then I went. I made the mistake of visiting some of my friends and shadowing them for a few days who were lawyers in Atlanta. Yeah. And they were young lawyers, and they worked about 120 hours a week. And they wow. were in, they were in, they, they did research, and they were in libraries all the time. They're, yeah, right. You know, like, this totally sucks. And I said, man, if I work my butt off for like 10 years, maybe I'll be partner. And I'm like, yeah. how much will you make being partner? And they said, well, I'll make X amount. I'm like, well, yeah, I think, I think, I think I wanted to be a lawyer to be a good businessman. So instead of doing that and going into debt for like 200 grand, like I'm just going to go to MBA school <laughs> and be yeah. a good businessman. Yeah. So for me, and cause I had a friend that said, Hey, listen, if you do good in business, and you make money, then you can hire all the lawyers you want. You gotta have them. Yeah, so yeah, I gotta have them, but you can hire them. And I'm like, okay, now now I have my best friend as a lawyer, so I'm like, okay, it's like I have one of my <laughs> one, one of my homeboys as a lawyer, so I can you know I have less fear in life. You get a hired gun. I That's really, I, I really like listening to you two talk about this subject because I feel like me and John have very different views yeah. on yeah, that. Yeah, well, let's hear your views. Education. That's my yeah. point. Yeah, let's hear you. Talk to us. Can I go? I'm about to go cry. Ahead. I'm so excited yeah. to talk about this because I want to know the answers. So <laughs> I figured out who. All, none I, of us have answers. I figured out who completely has deceived us all. And it's not Satan. It's the Illuminati. Illuminati. Now watch. Oh listen. Okay. Are you really going to talk about the just Illuminati? Listen. Just, just listen. listen. You're not going to talk about Stop. the Illuminati. Just listen. That's not the Illuminati. Just <laughs> listen. He's going to tell oh my he gosh. joined the Masons yesterday. He's I a did. Mason now. I did. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, no. oh. Don't come after me. Okay. Anyways. So, I. <laughs> you guys are smart. I don't okay. even know what that means. 35. Listen. Well, you know, 30. 35. You're still stupid like me. 35 and above. 33. Yeah. 35 to like 60. You yeah. guys are freaking smart. Okay. 
because at, until legitimately probably six months ago, I thought me graduating college was absolutely the stupidest thing I had ever done in my entire life. You would not believe what I had to I do. I hated it. You would not believe what I had hey, to do to convince so, him to graduate. So listen, and I, you, you heard Sam talking. I come from a family that's like very like go to college heavy. <clears throat> and so like I was always taught that go to college and you'll get a good job and you'll make the money and you'll be okay. Right. Yes. Cookie cutter. Yes. Cookie cutter, which I'm not. Fuck. You know, I'm not. No, I'm just like, not. not. That's not me. No, so I think it's interesting because. Growing up, like I always thought, you know, I'd go to college and then when it didn't work out and I didn't get school paid for because of football, I had played for two years with it paid for or a year with it paid for. And then it wasn't paid for. And I was like, hey, man, he's not getting enough to get money for school. He's like, go pay for it yourself. And I was like, what? And at this point, in this moment in time. I helped him, but I just wouldn't pay no, for it all. Pay for no, it. I, agree. I agree. I so said, I'll help you okay. help And I yourself. agree with it, and I'm, I'm thankful for it. That's I'm going to make my son do the same. Now, this is where it gets intense. So at this point, when I knew that going to college and doing all this stuff and studying all this stuff would maybe give me a good job, I was like, frick this. And I started to listen to you guys, to some other guys in the in the realm, just listen to other guys in the realm. I'm listening that that own businesses. Mm, yes. So smart men that are higher up, like you guys, mm -hmm. they own their own businesses or run their own businesses. And you know what they tell all the kids, dude? Hustle, bro. Go out there, screw college, dude. Who needs college? Let's go read some books. All you need is knowledge, bro. All you need is knowledge. And guess what? You'll be you'll start this company by yourself from the ground up. You'll be a millionaire, bro. And so they're telling all these kids, they're filling these millennials' heads with bull crap that that education is found in reading books and understanding through YouTube. They teach this, and guess what? Those kids are are making them money. They're absolutely. training a generation. Oh, they absolutely. are, you guys are training a generation to think education's not important so that you can always be in charge of us, oh, not you guys. Gosh. So here's the perfect Illuminati. Example. Illuminati. Here's the thing that's perfect because you know, every time you ask a lawyer, and my brother who's in law school right now can tell you this, every time he'd ask one of my friends that's a lawyer or whatever, hey, was law school worth it? Did you, you like being a lawyer? Every freaking time, no, don't go to law school. And so my brother would come to me and be mm -hmm. like, he's like, why are they telling me this? They're obviously making money, you know, and they're being lawyers. Why are they coming? Why are they saying this? I said, they don't want you in the club. Exactly. They don't want to compete with you. It's legitimate. Why? Why would I said, why would we say, yeah, come compete with us? Oh, mm -hmm. we love if you try and take our clients. It, no, it just That's dawned on me. Right, like we don't want you in <laughs> exactly. our Exactly. Like yeah. I, I follow a lot of guys that haven't, nothing wrong with not graduating college, like if that's the path you choose, but I watch a lot of dudes that are motivational speakers that haven't graduated college, that made their own businesses and they're successful, right? Yes. And they tell all these kids, hey, buy my product, do this <laughs> and I'll make you this, right? And they're trying to feed kids lies saying that college is not important and you can do a job without it, right? right? And they're fueling to, they're literally creating like 
a capital like they they are making sure they're in charge for the rest of their life until they die. Well, Dude. your life your life experience at 18 to 25 is not good enough to start a business. I'm it's sorry. It's not. You don't it's have hard. a base of knowledge to do that on. Now, the, here's the exception though. And this is part of the problem too. The exception is we have kids that are good with computers, at coding, doing these things. So they create something that socially we want. Mm -hmm or socially that entertains us mm -hmm. and we pay money for that. And so they can quickly make money exactly. doing a skill that nobody else really has. That's true. Okay. So there is that exception. That is something I think that has changed society and how true. we make money. And, and, but I don't know how long that lasts either until computers can do everything for us. Like, like they can now. But my point is, there are these small exceptions mm -hmm. that people always think they're exception to. And so if you don't, in my opinion, build that base, then what makes you different from anybody else when you go to get that job? Mm. I, I'm glad Bo got his college degree and I think it's paying No, I love it. I love so it. So I want to hear Johnny Walker's. Yeah, um, I want to hear, because oh, he's in graduate school right now. He's got his undergraduate degree and he's going to MBA school right now and working full time. So. What's your perspective, bro? Well, I was going to ask this question before we go into it. When do you think, we'll get to mine after this. When do you think it changed from, because there's a point where everybody was touting school. There's a point when everybody was touting school, go to school, go to school. Mm -hmm. do you, is it that the market got so saturated, got so competitive in different occupations that they decided to take it from that to a point of don't go to school. You don't need yeah. to go to school. Here's, you're trapped. Here's my opinion. It changed when student loans became more accessible and backed oh, by the government. As student loans became backed by the government, then everything got saturated, sort of quote unquote saturated. But it really wasn't saturated because you think about it as a society, the more educated we are, the more that we're gonna be affluent, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. The more that we have that base. So you look at less educated countries are not as far as long as we are. So if everyone's educated in the sense that we're all lifting each other up, we're going to be a better society. We're going to progress faster. But when, but when it, student loans became available to everybody, everybody didn't have the work ethic, this is my opinion, in that student loans were more accessible now. So anybody could go to college, but not everyone knew how to pay them back. Hmm. And not everyone wanted to go work that job or found out they didn't like it or whatever. Yeah. So then it became this society of, well, you don't need that now. But if you don't, but it's just, it's just like a time bomb to me because then you, now we have battle of, I mean, how many times do we hear this all over the place? Well, the wealthier, the, the richer are getting rich and the poor are getting poor. Yeah, no. Yep. Like we hear that all the time, <laughs> but, but really if we all are educated and bring the world more affluent, I don't think we have that problem. Mm. That's my personal opinion. Like, I'm not saying that works perfectly, but my sense is, you think about this, like, I always tell this to my wife, when did the world start having real problems? It's when we didn't have to work all day to get a meal. We didn't have to 100%. work in the farm all day long to be able to have a loaf of bread. We could just go buy it. So now that opens up our free time to go do something else. Doesn't it scare you though when you have kids in that generation? Like our, my yes. kids growing up right now, like I'm scared to death for them because they have access to everything instantly. Like they can they literally just pull it up and get it. But I think that makes them so much more powerful. But at the same time though, it's like they don't suffer. Like you have to suffer oh, too. But I think they suffer in different ways. Hmm. I agree. I think they suffer in completely different ways that like me as a child did not suffer. 
We're getting somewhere that. Well, well, here's the thing is, is here's the thing is I, with the kids nowadays, here's my problem is I don't think they learn winning and losing like they should, like I did growing up. So I think that to me, the competitiveness is not there as bad, but, but it's different. It's just a different competitiveness. Hmm. I think ignorance is the enemy of choice and change. Yes. And uh, as long as there's ignorance, you can be highly educated and really stupid and ignorant. Yeah. You got to have high EQ, high IQ. You can't have one without you. EQ being emotional intelligence, IQ being intellect, right? Mm -hmm. So you need both. You can be the smartest person. And that's why all four of us are actually decently pretty successful and not like tooting our own horn. But we can read people, we understand people, and we're semi-relatively smart. Mm. So, Johnny, why are you going to graduate school right now? Um, I think the, the big thing for me was uh, almost like a backup plan, right? Um, I think I really want to do my want to go direction that I think is more motivating to me and gives me purpose. But at the same time, I want to have something to back me up, yeah. right? Because okay. you're never going to so be, you're never sure about this. It takes a lot of risk. There's a lot of yes. chances that you might fail and lose everything. So I might have a backup plan when that's where we were talking so, about this generation yes. that's just like told not to not go, to, go to, school. to school. Like what happens if their big business idea fails? fails. Where do they go to so, start another one? Like start over again? That's a lot of, they, I love this. They, this is, they go live with their parents. Yes. <laughs> so no, this is until at 38 years old. Uh, this is where we differ. So like we, we all four of us kind of the relatively the same idea about school like we know it's important we know education's important but this is where me and john are different than you guys mm. maybe to an extent let's hear i went to school now thinking about it the reason i graduated and i'm working right now is so that i can build my own business with john yep it has nothing to do with making money or anything well it does it, it has, does. It has, it has everything to do with making money but, to do something completely different and instead of just have a stable that serves job. a purpose. That serves a purpose. That serves a purpose. But what opens up that opportunity? Education. That's right. Education. That's so I agree with that. that. That's yeah. what opens that opportunity. Because otherwise, yeah, you're just struggling, 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 struggling to build your own business or whatever that is. Yes. I've, I've done that. You know, lawyering is always my base. Yes. I always have something else I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's fun for me. Exactly. And you're, you're good at it. And it's, that's the whole concept of it. As I feel like as a society, we are telling, telling these kids not to go to school and then they don't go to school. Their business fails. And guess who they end up working for me. That's right. Yep. Right. So it's like, I'm in control. I'm the man. What we need to help everybody realize is that school's freaking important. Get a freaking job, save up, work your butt off, and then go do your aspirations on the side. If you have time. Or eventually, yeah, or eventually create your own company after you've learned. Yeah. You have to make that. Lower risk. Lower risk that way. It's amazing how... It is lower risk. It's amazing how lucky people are that work their butt off. They get up early, go to bed late, work their butt off over time. They tend to succeed and kick the world's ass. Well, they they tend to create their own karma. They create their own karma. Mm, Karma. Mm, And their own destiny. They do. I just... I don't know. I've just this seen is a too killer much. podcast. Well, you know, when I first started my own law firm, I would have attorneys come and want a job. And always the first thing I did when I first started the law firm was, okay, let's talk about pay. And almost every single time they were willing to take less money 
and have it guaranteed a hundred percent then take the risk and get more and get more <laughs> and but that's what we've taught them as a society right is have the guarantee or do paycheck to paycheck just live your life so it, you see it all the time and and I, and it's hard for me because like i get it i understand it there's other pressures there's things i don't know about people there's things i don't understand and i'm different from other people and they're different from me there's definitely been people that have done it better than me but at the same time like the ambition mm. ambition in in trying to make money so based on all that do is there just as much opportunity for you guys that's that's toughy i don't know what do you think i i think so to an extent mm. right i think you get i think it's different there's it's there's paths that are maybe easier for some because they're brought up mm -hmm. in a opportunity opportunistic mm -hmm. sure. situation more people yeah there's definitely people so, that are born into more opportunities yeah. than someone else well yes. for for instance like me having sam as a father when i was offered this new job you know they said hey your your base is guaranteed for 2 years you're fine everything's going to be okay and i was like um can i go off base in like 6 months and make some commissions please yeah all exactly. commission and they were like i i i guess if you want to i was like yeah yeah starting january i'm not gonna no. i'm on com yes. full commissions and they were like kind of thrown off guard because they they offered me a lot of money for two years guaranteed nothing's freaking guaranteed but kids are thinking you know i gotta be still i gotta be guaranteed and then they're afraid to reach out you know like listen the first six months of this job you know how much money i would have made it's it's bad news bears Compared i think i, I think i would have made five thousand dollars in six months but guess what? Guess what? I'm gonna close in January. I, I would not say a specific number. I'm Don't not going to. Number. I'm just saying. Guess what? I'm gonna close in January. Yeah, More. it's gonna be better, big time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like I I knew that it was gonna be challenging, and off that what they told me, I was like, okay, this is gonna be hard. I'm smart enough, and I know enough, and I trust Eric and my boss enough that I want to go off in six months because I'm gonna make a frick ton of money. But that's that's rare because but why rare. because sam yes, was like be a champion be a champion yeah. be a champion win, so, win, win. guess what sam is telling him now when you start making big money do financial planning early Buy a lawyer. live well within your means mm. save no that is advice i did not understand that well. <laughs> <laughs> un understand the power of compounding interest i want to ask brian it's, a question it's hold on hold on hold on it's better to receive interest than pay interest amen i gotta ask brian a question <laughs> what is this i just i want you to tell me because you you literally he's on the borderline of being a psychologist and a lawyer he's like in the middle he like no he's not in the middle he's like a no, lawyer he psychologist he's a lawyer so he he literally could be a psychologist so i want to ask him the underlying meaning of this so four years ago um me and steph were like we're gonna buy a house and my dad's like you're an idiot and i was like why i was like he's like don't buy a house right now you're just married you need to save up your money don't buy a freaking house that's the stupidest thing you could ever do don't buy a freaking house he still had two years of college don't buy a freaking house you're an idiot okay i didn't listen i bought a house yes. and now i have a hundred thousand dollars in equity in that home 
And now he's like, 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 like he, six months ago, he's like, oh, it's good that you bought your house when you did. And I was like, mm, interesting. <laughs> Very is, interesting. Very interesting. A, but this is a perfect, this proves everything we've been talking about. Because here's why. <laughs> Sam had his upbringing. Mm-hmm. You had yours. Mm-hmm. Because, of, because of his upbringing, he's more yep. safe. Yep. And I've talked to him about yep. this a thousand times. And because you're upbringing. I'm a little bit more. You're definitely more you're willing to much take a less, risk. Less huh. risk. Yeah, you're much yeah. less risk averse than I am. Yes. Yeah. You, you, that, that's a good way to put I've never I'm looked the, at it like but that. But I'm the same way. My dad's a lawyer. Grew up uh, military dad. Very live within means. Mom died right after she gave birth to my dad. Raised by a dad. It was all very strict, right? Mm-hmm. He's way, he was way more risk adverse than I am. Mm. Mm. Is that because he, you were better off than he was as a kid? I, I think yes. Mm. Because my foundation was more stable. My dad always said something to me that always rang through in my head. He's like, rain's never going to fall on your head, Brian. Like, we will always find a way to, that you're taken <laughs> care of. My dad always said the mm. same thing. Right. So, so, but guess what? Sam didn't know that as a kid. That's true. I was I was homeless and shit out of luck. There's no safety net. If I didn't make it, it didn't happen. But he promised me safety always. That's That's insane. So your childhood leads you to different risks. And I know why Bo bought a house because he had a wife that's making good money, had a good job, even though they bought a house. They bought a house before they were married. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Even smarter. I did. I did not buy a house. That's I, crazy. You are the craziest shoes you ever. I didn't. Heard. I, didn't <laughs> I wasn't even thinking. I didn't about buy all. Oh, I didn't buy. I didn't buy a house until I'd been married six years. <laughs> I, I wish I had. I had known you more in this time because Steph solely bought that house on her own. Listen, yeah. I made the right choice. Listen, yeah. I by herself, like because they couldn't prove my income. Right. They couldn't do because I was self-employed at the moment. What year was this? This was 2014. Okay. No, no, no. 2015. Yeah, it was 2015. Yeah. And I was I was self-employed, um, and I was I was running this gym, and they couldn't prove my income. My wife's a nurse, and so they're like, "Hey, we're gonna get this house for you." Looks like you really can't prove your income, so you know your wife kind of got the house by herself. And then they asked her, like, we're almost done signing paperwork. And they asked her, do do you want your husband's name to be on this as well? And she's like, I was like, what are you hesitating for? You put me on that right now. And I was like, and she was like, well, I didn't didn't know. I was just thinking. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) And now she, yeah. But anyways, yeah. If I would have known you at that point, I would have said buy two houses. Oh my gosh. Because wow. Because the market yeah. anyways, the market all those see the biggest problem I had is I came out of law school two thousand eight. <laughs> oh crash happened. Oh that's when I started selling cars. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so I go to my wife and I'm like, holy crap. I would buy like ten houses right now if I could. Like we can't qualify for a loan because I'm a new attorney with my own law firm in two thousand nine. And I'm just dying because I've seen these opportunities. To buy houses in Arizona, buy this, buy this, buy you know what I mean? And I can't. So I would have told you buy two, rent one out, and pay for yeah. yours, and blah blah blah, right? Like we go oh, on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But and I told them to buy none because I'm risk averse. You are. <laughs> but you are. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether which is neither are wrong or wrong right. or right. Yeah, neither is wrong or right. It just is it because I watched my dad in the way he was, and it's all based on his childhood. 
Well, it's, I think it's, it's on the person as well, because like me and my brother, Ben, hundred percent different. Yeah. I freaking skydive off the empire state building with a small parachute, even though I weigh 300 pounds and try to throw a dart through a ring at 30 feet away or I die and I do it. And Ben literally won't spend a dollar at seven 11 because he doesn't want, he wants to save it. He lost and he's all scared. His money to that. <laughs> he lost all his money to the homeless people. For the last time. From what? Do you remember the story last time about him? His piggy bank. His piggy bank. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh, how did I forget that? He lost all his money. He lost all his money when he was four. That was the best story. He gave his money away. That was so Childhood. Childhood. Isn't that weird? Because like that's Ben grew up. So like Ben growing up, he was like he was when we when we lived in Georgia, bro. Like he was picked on. He was minority in his class. Just freaking picked on i was football guy football star so like i never experienced what he experienced i'll freaking buy my house and start my own business and do this ben's like i'm gonna be an engineer i'm gonna make this much money i'm gonna have, uh, delegate this much money for this much money i'm gonna create guns and kill people but we but we also <laughs> no lie we need those intelligent we do people. We, we do need, we need those people ben, and ben is very honest. bright and oh very he's smart. so smart he's so smart and, and the other I'm thing just is saying he's more he conservative. just he landed a great damn job oh yeah he did. great money let's go recently. baby he's working for a company which i can't name which makes stuff which i can't say which yes. does what i can't tell you so so <laughs> let me let me throw this out and i'm gonna give you a quick story about it is there's also the the factor that we're not talking about and I'll give you the story and then you'll obviously see the fact. So I, I'm living in a basement apartment, right? Fresh out of law school. <clears throat> and I have this opportunity come up to start a law firm. And I am thinking I'm being risk adverse at the second. I'm like, God, that's a freaking, I have a child. And, you know, it's going to take money time. I'm going to work insane hours. I've got to hustle, 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 hustle. And like, I'm just thinking it over. And my wife, and I'm like talking to my wife about this. She's in the other room folding clothes. And she says to me, Brian, when are you going to drop your, you know what, and start your own law firm? <laughs> and I said, thank you for she that wake-up call. She helped you not be neutered. Right. Thank you for the wake-up call. I'll put in my notice tomorrow. Shoot, bro. Like, my wife forced that. Yeah, she sort of has high courage there. Yeah, she does. And, and so there's always those environmental factors, right? Your spouse, your cousin, your sister, your brother, whatever that is and how it affects us, we don't know. That's how I approach gambling. Let it roll, baby. Let it roll. <laughs> and, and and if I ever gamble with Kim, it's hilarious because I'll be playing roulette or something. I'll turn t 20, 30 bucks into a couple, three, four no hundred. No way. <laughs> 400 bucks. And I'm like, let it roll, baby. I got to I'm gonna walk with ten thousand, and uh, Kim's like, "Oh no, you won't. I'm taking this for savings." Yes. And like, and I'll be up like eight hundred bucks. Forested area. And I'm like, I want, I want, I'll be up eight hundred bucks. I'm like, I'm gonna turn this into five G's like right now, man. I'm gonna let it roll, double down on all my numbers. And Kim's like, "Oh no, you can't do that. I'm gonna take this for savings." And all of a sudden, I run out of my stuff, and she has, <laughs> she has like four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks in savings. She goes, "We're, we're done. We're leaving yeah. now." Wow, and I'm like, son of a, I could have made this freaking make money <laughs> environment. <laughs> so I have she's a question. My, I have she's a, my conservative. I have a person. question for you, Brian. And this is literally from both me and John. Cause we're both thinking it. Um, your wife 
that was that's dope that your wife did that right me and john literally like shout out to our wives if they're listening we love you but they're very 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 similar and uh if we try to express what we want to do like to the degree that we want to do it because we're very want to aspire you know Mm -hmm. they completely shut us down like no 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 go to work Make the money. Come home. They, so they automatic. Advice. They automatic. I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous talking about this. Oh, sorry. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, John, not you. Just my wife does that. John, someone it's, else. It's yeah. called the Johnny Lingo. So your, called, your other friend, John. So Bo. It's called the auto, It's called the automatic no. Bo, can I just give you advice? Yes. Yes. The yes. automatic no. I need to hear about that. I feel like that's so, going somewhere. So it is. No, it's not. Oh. No, it is. <laughs> Maybe my mind's just taking it somewhere that so, that would be an example of the automatic no. <laughs> you say no to everything automatically. No. Oh my gosh, that's good. That's good. So, I loved it. Yeah, I heard it. It so sounded much. great. Oh wait, what happened? Here's my advice, Bob. Find the root of the problem. What is the real problem? Is it from her childhood? Is it from her college years? Is it from where is her? risk like adverse from I like that. Well, so that's good. I need to say something to that go, because it. it was like that's it. so you remember you I'm say sure it. you bring this up because yep. you remember say our it. conversation. Say it. And I don't need to repeat that say conversation. It. All right. Relax over there. But oh my gosh. after that conversation, I thought about I thought about my reaction mm. to that where I lashed out. Mm-hmm. I got angry instantly because I didn't feel like she was believing in me mm-hmm. at all. I do the same thing. And then once like I lashed out and then we, after that we started talking and I found out the root of the problem and we got through it. Really? And then she's seen my, my vision for it and agreed and said, Oh, that's no, I could see how you could do that. But it was like, it was weird because I got so emotional to it because of intense, you know, yeah. intense emotional. Intense about, yeah. You want to, you really, we want to really do yeah. this. Yeah. But then because of that, that's why I lashed out. Right. It's business. You can't take it personal. My dad. Yep. Yeah, yeah. mm. You can't, told me you can't take it personal. Like you have, you're a negotiator mm. with in a marriage, you're a negotiator. Very true. So, so you just have to find out what that button is. Mm. You know, you have to figure out where mm. that problem is coming from and then just so, solve the problem. Yeah. So when you get the automatic, no, you go, Hmm, that's fascinating. Help me understand the no behind that answer. I want to know more. This is awesome. So, yeah, okay. Mm. Find the problem. So I guess I can't talk in my, oh my gosh like this anymore. <laughs> I just want to be sexy. Oh, oh, it sounds so good. So I like it. Uh, I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> my my last question is yeah, I feel like I got my answer. So yeah. You got I your answer? I I don't think I did. So mine mine is it's mine I'm not gonna speak for John because he gets all offended. John who? Is this Johnny Lingo or Johnny Lingo? John Walker, but which for friend me, is this? Like Steph's not she she's seen my potential with how crazy I am and how like passionate I am towards money. So she's not necessarily like scared. She's like, you go get that commission, you go do that, you're the man. It's more when I share with her intense emotional subjects or like potential not money wise, but like <laughs> spiritually and emotionally and to the level of what I want to do 
in the world, not necessarily financially. And that's what triggers her. And that's when she fires back. And I don't get it. It's because she doesn't understand a money making model behind it. And she, no, it's not, it's, it's, it's not no, 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 it's not vision. It's vision. It's vision. It's vision. And so then she doesn't understand your vision and you are failing. Mm. You're yeah. failing. You're mm. responsible to share the vision with her in a way and that she understands. Oh yes. my gosh. Wow. You're failing. Okay. Because if she like trusts you, piece. yeah, okay. if she trusts you money wise, blah, 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 like go get it, yeah. whatever. Then you're just not being clear. Yeah. Mm. Like it's your fault. I hate to say that, but like, oh, I, I there's, agree. There's and here's the rule. Yeah, here's the rule. You got to take away any opportunity for your significant other to misunderstand what you're trying to accomplish. That's true. That, I know. I feel like a jerk. You don't need well, to. It's emotions. Like, what? you got to remember, women don't. I don't. I don't think women expect emotional reactions from us. Yeah. <sighs> Goodness gracious. So, so when you give an emotional reaction. It's going to throw them off. He is a completely. psychologist. I told you, bro. A. I so, told you. He's a freaking, he's a lawyer. I love Lawyer. Lawologist. Lawologist. Lawyer. I You said yeah. wrote lawyer. Shut up. My, my hour. My that was hourly, completely. My hourly <laughs> just went up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to help you get the divorce. Yeah, and I'm right. also going to give you some psychological. Oh, now I'm like 500 an hour. <laughs> Let's do some catharsis oh, and some therapy yeah. work oh here. Gosh. So I was really just thinking, I hope Bo really plays some good music to get us out of here. My name is John Joe. <laughs> Hello, my name is John Singing bandit. John the singing bandit. I was thinking something smooth yet mm. depressing yet confident. Bro. Mm. So smooth wait. yet smooth, depressing. Wait. Smooth, depressing, confident. Wow. I feel like you hit all of them already. He huh? did. That was quick. We're going out. Oh, oh sure my is. gosh, this is good. Bo wins. Classic exit. I'm out. Thank you very much. Out. See We're you out. Later. See you next time. Yeah. Yeah. See you next Boom. time, baby. Life. <laughs> Karma. Out. I've seen the man at the liquor store, baby, for your chain. Yes, man, for what it can spare with shame in his eyes.